friends, welcome back to another episode of Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And today we're going to be diving deep. We're going deep. Are we going deep? How deep are you going? I mean, not too deep, okay, but like, okay. like, I feel like we've all been this deep, but I just wanted mm-hmm. to like, you know, revisit the deepness. Okay. No, I love how deep you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so I just, I gotta, I gotta immediately just bombard you with this story. Sorry, everybody Please that's do. listening. Um, so yesterday was me and Jake's dating anniversary, which is the one that we actually always remember every year. Dating. It, I Did I say wedding anniversary on our stories or maybe I just said maybe, anniversary. Maybe, but it's okay. I don't care. Okay. So anyway, we just had planned, we had done something on Sunday. We had gone out for a very nice dinner and our plan yesterday was just to get takeout from this local Mexican place and I was going to be low key. But then Jake goes to the tattoo shop and only one person is in and his appointment gets canceled. And it was beautiful out. So Jake was just like, I'm just going to go back home. So he got back home at two. And then we took a drive up to Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And we like stopped for happy hour. We got like a drink. We got a little appetizer. Um, We did a little walking around and went into like some of the shops and stuff like that. We were like deciding whether or not to eat dinner up there or to come back down go somewhere around here and since like we both still weren't hungry we like made a reservation at this like nice Italian place over in Newburyport so we go and eat dinner okay and um they don't have desserts there and also I kind of wanted an espresso or like an espresso martini to finish up my dinner and Jake wanted something sweet of course so we leave and we go next door to the Paddle Inn which is like a restaurant that we go to a lot. We know the bartender. We know the mm-hmm. the manager. Like we know everybody there. So we stop in for a drink. We sit at the bar. Um, another couple comes in and they sit next to us. It's like a full bar. And this couple is probably like, I want to say around like 45-ish. Okay. Um, Jake, the drink that he orders is called the Industry Cup. So it's like a tequila drink that comes in like a to-go quart container and then they shove oh. a Miller High Life in it. So yeah. it's funky looking. So we're making small talk, me and Jake, and the couple next to him is like, what are you drinking? And so he's like, oh, it's the industry cup. It's like a tequila drink and it has a Miller High Life in it. It's extra or whatever. And they just don't stop talking to us. Like the guys are sitting next to each other and the women, me and this woman are like both on the outskirts. So like the guys are kind of sitting back and like talking to each other and we're like leaned forward, talking to each other or whatever, making like mm-hmm. small talk about the area. And I'm just kind of like, God damn it, Jake. Like, why do you have to fucking talk to Seriously? everybody when we go out? <laughs> Cause it's like, it's like fine to be like, Oh yeah, it's like this or whatever. Oh, cool. You guys are from the area. Sweet. Like I yeah. want to just talk to Jake now or whatever. Exactly. Like, I'll let you enjoy your time with your lady mm-hmm. and let me enjoy my time. Like, exactly. But they don't stop. So we're talking the whole time. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Because then I can't hear some of the things she's saying. And I'm trying to act like I heard what she said. Yada, yada, oh. yada. It's a whole thing. I see okay, that. But the- what was Jake talking about with this guy? What the, what the hell was so important? I have no clue. Like, I okay. guess they were talking about guy. Um, Actually, I think they were talking about like Jake's jobs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, But a few times I saw the guy like lean in and kind of give him like a few elbows and like say something to him. And I was just like a few elbows. Okay. Yeah. 
So I'm like, oh, what the fuck are they talking about? But whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, so this woman gets up and goes to the bathroom. While she is in the bathroom, this man oh. grabs his jacket, grabs his phone, and fucking leaves. Michelle. Yes. And Shut he, the heck no, up. No. He turns out, he's like, nice meeting you guys, and just gets the fuck out of there. And I turn to Jake and I go, what's happening right now? And he goes, he just whispered in my ear that like, he's not feeling it and he's going to (gasps) leave. And uh, I was just like, what? He goes, yeah, he told me earlier that he wasn't feeling it. And would it be shitty if he just went to the bathroom and left? And And Jake was just like, yeah, that's probably not a great idea. And also like the bathroom is not near the exit. And he's like, oh, shit. All right. And so he waited. For his date to go to the bathroom and just ghosted her in the middle of a fucking date. Oh, my God. Yes, Sam. Yes. And so while she's in the bathroom, I turn to the bartender who is our friend Dave. And I'm just like, he just straight up like left her. Did he pay the tab? And he's like, no, he didn't pay the tab. And I was (gasps) like. So not only did he ghost her, but he like left her. The tab. Yeah. He left her with the bill. What a bitch i know like are you that much of a fucking coward exactly wow so then not only did this asshole fucking treat this woman like fucking garbage and also they were both really well dressed really like well coiffed like they looked like nice like richer older newport newportians you know like they looked fancy just looking at them Mm -hmm. did you assume that it was like a first Uh, talk about first dates yeah yeah it's continuing from last week's episode but did you look at them thinking they were a well-established couple like they've been together wow yes because I didn't think it was a first date because like usually you don't like start talking to other people at the bar at a first date like you're invested in getting to know who you're talking like Mm -hmm. with And I kind of felt like, oh, they're talking to us. Like, this is just the regular date night, whatever. I kind of also even thought, like, are they swingers? Like, why are they talking to us? That's what I was, you know? Yeah. But it was their first date. And also, it kind of sucks that it's their first date because they were asking, you know, about ourselves. And Jake's like, oh, it's actually our anniversary. Like, we're celebrating 14 years. And the guy's like, what did you guys get together when you were 10? And we're like, no, we got together when we were 19 or whatever. But so... That on top of it, it's like we're celebrating like 14 years and this first date is going this horribly bad. Mm -hmm. And so not only did this man fucking do that to her, but then she comes out and we have to engage in the situation because she turns to us and is just like, where did he go? Is Is there another bathroom? And I was like, oh, he left. Is he a smoker? Like maybe he went out for a smoke. And she was just like, no, I don't think so. And she's like starting to get like really awkward. (sighs) And I was just like, oh, I don't know. He did grab his coat and his like cell phone and he like let, he did leave. And she was like, wow. Okay. And I was just like, do you know him? Can you call him or whatever? And she's like, no, it's our first date. Like, I don't, I don't really know. And also in our conversations with them, we were saying we're from whatever. Mm -hmm. And he had said, and I thought it was a joke. He goes, oh, I don't even know where she lives. She didn't tell me. And I was like, oh, like he's just joking or whatever. But I guess she told us after the fact that in two previous states, like they started stalking her. And so she doesn't let people know where she lives anymore when she's going out on like first dates. 
Wow. So this poor, I don't want to call Wait. her this poor woman, but. Go, okay. So go, mm-hmm. just, I want to go back for a split yeah, go second. Back. So when she comes out of the bathroom, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. she like, look, is she smiling? Is she, are eyebrows raised? Like, are, do we have a little grin on the face? Like no. the state's going well, or was she like, I'm ready to leave? Before, Before that. It seemed like everything was going well. They were like joking. They were smiling. They seemed super. And she's like a hot little ticket. Like she was a hot number and he was handsome too. So I was just like, this is a super cute couple. Mm -hmm. Um, No, but I think as soon as she came out, she saw that his jacket and all of his shit was gone and was just like, immediately she was like, where did, where is he? And I was just like, why am I now the, the, like the messenger? Why isn't Jake? He was buddy, buddy, chummy, chummy with him. I know, Jake. <laughs> um, but so then the bartender, Dave, he took his drink off of the tab. So she only had to pay for her own. And she he was just like, I took his drink off of it. And she's yeah. like, oh, thank you for that or whatever. And I was just like. She's probably like, couldn't you just take mine off too? Like, I know. I fucking got left on this date, sir. It was so bad. And so because he would do that and we were like finishing up our drinks too, Jake was like, well, like we're finishing up here too. Like, do you want us to like walk you back to your car just like to make sure he's not around or anything like that? Yeah. And she was like, oh yeah, I would really appreciate that. And so Aww. we like, we walk her to her car, which is pretty much right outside. And I was just like, I'm so sorry that that happened. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, well, I guess it's better that it like happened now or whatever. Oh yeah. What do you think is worse? Like being stood up completely or literally somebody running out on you in the middle of a date? I feel like running out, right? Yeah, I think so too. I wonder if she messaged him after and was like, wow, you're a fucking coward bitch. I would. Fucking bitch. I'd be like, like, also, it's like we live in the same area. Like, what if we run into each other? It was psychotic. I was like, this is why women have like complexes. Yeah. Like, are you, if this woman is going to go home and is going to drink so much wine and cry. Like, are girl, you fucking and every time kidding she, me? Every time she goes to the bathroom, she's going to be <laughs> clenching her booty hole, wondering if her date's still out there. Oh, my God. It was crazy. I was like, you are a grown-ass man. You are at least 45. And this is how you deal with the situation? And what a psychopath. Like, that's psycho tendency yes. right there. Like, oh, this you- is not your first time doing this. No. And just that you had, like, you're chumming it up with Jake, mm-hmm. like, Mm-hmm. But in the back of your head, you know, once she goes to the bathroom, you're leaving. It's sociopath. I like couldn't stop thinking about it the whole ride home. I was just talking about it nonstop. When we got home, I started crying because I was thinking about fucking Melissa being home at her house, being fucking ghosted at 45, sitting at a bar with like two idiots. And like this guy's just like leaving her. Yeah, but you guys are like the the happy part of the story. Yes, like you, sh- you showed her love, <laughs> concern, no. security. No. I mean, you walked no. her out to the car. I do wish that you like exchanged Instagram handles mm. so we could have had it on the podcast and followed up with. Oh did God. you message him, girl? Yeah. And what did you say? <laughs> well, it's like I know their first names if they're real, but I just I couldn't fucking believe it. Wow. I was like, what a piece of fucking shit. Yeah. All you had to do is wait five to 10 minutes. You guys finish up your drinks. You walk out. You say, hey, it was like, this was really nice, but I think we're better as friends. Whatever bullshit line you want to say, you don't just fucking leave this woman high and dry with two strangers 
to explain to her that you left. I mean, do you know how much effort she probably took to go on the state mm-hmm. for your dumbass? I could not believe it. What was his name? Joe. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And what was even shittier about it was like when I was telling Dave that he had just left or whatever, and then an- another bartender came over and he was just kind of like talking to us about it. They were both like, I've never seen that happen before. You have been a career bartender and you never seen this happen before. Wow. That is even shittier. Anyway, so that happened. You know, but like, I want to say that's so sad, but it's, I'm glad that it happened early on. So she knows, like, unfortunately she might be a little embarrassed. I don't know if I would be embarrassed because maybe she wasn't feeling him either. And it's just like, it is fucked up, but it's like, well, now I know you piece of shit. Yeah. But it just, it was just kind of like going back to last week where we're like, Oh God, heaven forbid we have to do online dating. And it's like the first person I run into that's doing online dating has been stalked twice and got ghosted in the middle of the day. It's like, fuck, like I'm, Jake is now forever chained to me. Like, even if he wants to leave, like I'm not (laughs) allowing it to happen because I cannot be Melissa. I would throw shit at that bar. I would find him. I would text him and be like, we're meeting up right now. Like Mm -hmm. what the fuck is wrong with you? I wonder like where they matched at or how they got hooked up, but I would have one of my hot friends message him, set up a date. They go on the date. He goes to the bathroom and have my hot friend leave him and write a little note and be like, this is for Melissa, you coward bitch and leave it on his chair. So when he comes out, he sees it. Yes. Got him. Oh man. What a fucking asshole. That's wild. So my fears haven't been, um, quelled by that experience (laughs) if anything there's even more fears I didn't even realize that was a possibility of dating at 45 online dating that could happen you know I I didn't think that someone would do that I figured Mm -mm. you'd want to see my feelings hurt so you would tell me at the end of the date that you're not interested (laughs) to see the pain in my eyes I thought you wanted to see that but it's it's more cruel that you're just like you don't even care about that you don't no. even care about the reaction. <laughs> mm, what a fuck boy. I didn't realize that fuck boys like got to the age of 45. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What kind of jacket did he have? He had like one of those like thin, like puffy ones, like the North Face ones. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. They're like ribbed. They remember the puffy jackets from the 90s? Uh, but I like the really thin things? ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thin ones. Yep. But uh, he's a dick, so... I think we need to ask our listeners for their dating stories. Yeah. Because I need to know more. I need to know more. And I hope there's not tears involved. Yes. I hope nobody tops this one. Because this is fucked. I still don't believe it. I'm just trying to play in my... Like, I I can just... I don't even know what this guy looks like. I can just, Mm -hmm. like, see his brain going, thinking... I can't wait till she goes to the bathroom. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. But and then him just being all fake to Jake too, acting yeah. like he really cares about how long yeah. you guys have been together. It's like, ugh, gross. No. And the fact that he was going to like leave out a bathroom window, like a, a, even a crazier psychopath. Like, are you out of control? So you He were was just... going to leave out of the bathroom window? Yeah. He told, what he told Jake was, is it awful if I go to the bathroom and leave? 
So he was just going to let her think that he's been in the bathroom for two hours. Shitting his brains out. Yeah. Like, what is your end game, you fucking crazy psycho? End game, you know? People just don't think of it, Michelle. Oh, God. You should know that by now. I know. I know. I can't. Like, I'll never forget it. I woke up this morning thinking about it. Like, Jake was like, all right, love you. Like, I'll see you later. I was, And I go, I'm thinking about Melissa. <laughs> And he goes, just don't like think about, about it. Morning sex, and you're like, you, Melissa could have been having morning sex, oh. but no, her date left her. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's like maybe she wasn't gonna like have sex with you, but there was a possibility, and she was super cute. Like, mm-hmm. and her personality didn't seem bad. So, like, what was going so horribly that you were like, oh, yeah, I'm not feeling it. Ex girlfriend probably called him. He was, and also he was what? texting the whole time. Gross. And I assume, like, okay, they're probably like have kids at home, the babysitter, because I'm still under the impression that this is the regular date night for this married couple. And um, when she's like signing her thing, she goes, I should have known. Like, he was texting the whole time, and I saw that it was like with other women. And I was just like, <gasps> what the fuck? And she probably felt like she had to be the nice woman. Mm -hmm. The polite thing to do is just Mm -hmm. see out the date. And it's like, okay, so say, okay, let's put a spin on it. Okay. So Melissa sees Joe texting these women. Mm -hmm. She's seeing the red flags and she's like, why am I wasting my time? Mm -hmm. Would it still be shitty if Joe went to the bathroom and Melissa headed out? Yes. (laughs) It's calm. It's just courtesy Common courtesy yeah let's just close it down yes and move on. everybody put their effort into coming out don't let's do that adults about it yes yeah. it's not even like brave it's just like normal human behavior like be like yeah. hey like this was nice but it's not I don't think like we have that spark or whatever whatever yeah. like no one's gonna get their feelings hurt on a first date if you say like I'm not feeling it Right? That's so gross that he was texting on his phone and texting other women. I know. I know. I just couldn't. I'm just like, God damn it. Like, that is so much worse than what I thought was happening out there in the streets, in the dating streets. <laughs> in the dating streets. Fuck. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God, Michelle. Does this make you want to clench onto was- your relationship a little bit longer? <laughs> like maybe we'll squeeze jake and joe a little tighter tonight yeah <laughs> god it, it's fucked man wow you know what melissa girl we're thinking of you and mm-hmm. obviously you're too good for that loser yeah and you're better off like so better off all right what do you got for me you got any good stories about my life yeah <laughs> about melissa do you know <laughs> melissa that's having a hard time right now <laughs> i don't oh i was gonna tell you since you remind okay you were mm. talking about the mar- um espresso martini oh yeah mm-hmm. I-, I just had my first espresso martini this past weekend Ooh. and michelle i was mm. in heaven yeah i love like, that i'm gonna have them all the time every time we go out to eat they are <laughs> heavenly yeah yeah they're nice Mm -hmm. did you get yours um see I like them sometimes they mix them with like Bailey's or like a creamy liqueur um I like it without really okay so when we order so our friends Mike and Kate both Mm -hmm. ordered one after our dinner and it just smelled so good and like I love coffee so I'm like oh I 
maybe I should try that. Yeah. Her husband had ordered them and she came back and she was like, oh, did you order it creamy or something like that? And I was like, oh, well, how do you order it? Because I don't fucking know. Mm -hmm. She was like, "Um, you can either have it without the cream that you're talking about and have it like flat, I guess. Yeah. Uh, But it was creamy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. Which I don't mind. Like sometimes I like it as like a dessert. So then I don't mind it if it's like creamy or whatever. But if I'm like, I got one also when we did our happy hour. And so I didn't get the cream because it was more like my afternoon iced coffee. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's like I'll just have it black. try it that way. Yeah, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. It's Very nice. Good. I did um, catch the first two episodes of Euphoria. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, first impressions. I like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There is like, um, it's very sexy. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of like sex scenes, a lot of titties, a lot of penis. There was actually like a locker room scene. There's just so much penis. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's good. It's good so far. Can you guess who I am crushing on? Um... I'm going to say Fez. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. Yes. Oh, yes. He's so, you can just tell you'll, he's a sweetheart. Yeah. You'll really crush on him uh, season two. Oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, he's like more of a sweet, like a sweetheart. Like you're like, oh, he's a little bear. Oh, my God. I love it. I love yeah. his voice. I yes. love his like dead sad eyes. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm I'm d- really digging him. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, that's exciting. I'm glad that like he doesn't turn out to be like a fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm trying to think because like they'll go through each of everyone's stories and stuff. Oh. Like Rue goes through everyone's stories, so you'll see. Yeah, because I think on the second episode she's talking about Nate. 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 Yeah. Yeah. And he's such like. Uh, it's like, are you gonna kill somebody? Because you oh seem like God. you might. <laughs> You just wait, Michelle. He seems like such an asshole. And then Jules, I love their character. Yes, love Jules. Yeah. Love Jules. I like it. I like Kat so far. All of them. Like, they all have great storylines right now. Except for, of course, Nate and his closeted father. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, you just wait. We'll see how it goes. But anyway, I'm definitely crushing on Fez. Yeah, he's a cutie for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Okay, so we decided to do like a little do mini deep dives. So mm-hmm. I did a little deep dive and Michelle did one. And I guess maybe not a deep dive, but it's a conversation I wanted to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Recently, Millie Bobby Brown just turned 18 years old, Mm -hmm. and there's been a lot of talks about her being 18. It started as a thing of there were subreddits that had countdowns of Millie turning 18, and once she was 18, they would open up the subreddit because it contained like sexier photos of her. And then now that the men could comment on her talking about how they wanted to sleep with her and do all of these things, but it's legal now that she's 18. So I just kind of went down the rabbit hole of how there's been a few count. Well, there's been a lot of birthday countdowns of the 18th 
birthday of a lot of celebrities. That's so, so like, gross. Isn't it gross? Yeah. Yeah. It's like just because she's 18 doesn't mean that it's still not creepy. No. And also, what does it matter to you? It's not like she's going to sleep with you. I know. And a lot of the comments were like, why do these incels think yeah. that once she turns 18, they're going to have a chance with her? Like, like what? Like that. It's so weird. Oh it's my so God. weird, Michelle. And some of the comments, men were commenting saying, well, I don't have to sexualize her. She does that enough on her own on her Instagram. It's Are you like, kidding me? <laughs> how is she sexualizing herself because she wants to wear a dress? Yeah. Yep. So. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. So yeah, I just started like looking up like other celebrities and there were a few that I remembered back in my day. Britney Spears, uh Lindsay Lohan, she was one that was like I feel like she was really sexualized. Well, mm-hmm. everyone was, but uh Emma Watson, I found that her that there was a national paper that was counting down for her to turn 16 because that was the legal age of consent where she was at. But for uh, what? I don't get it. Just, Do they all it's think- like, oh, she's 18. So now we can like talk about how hot she is or how we want to do these. Or now we can make fake nudes. Oh like my now God. we can harass, like sexually harass her. Um, And even on her local ra- radio show, like they would always talk about her turning 16 and how they were counting down. Um, Like Natalie Portman, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. That was a huge, that was mm-hmm. like the biggest one I remember is when yeah. just all these creepy old men were just waiting for the Olsen twins to turn 18. And I even remember like they would make fake nudes of them. Yeah, I remember that happening a lot. Uh, there was Hillary Duff, Dakota Fanning, like all of these girls, guys thought that they were hot when they were like 10, yes. 12, like <clears throat> just waiting for them to be 18. Uh, and recently, you know, like Billie Eilish, mm-hmm. she was sexualized when that photo of the paparazzi photo when she's in the tank top and like yeah. people could see that she, they could see her boobs, mm-hmm. you know, Uh bad baby like when she turned 18 there was a website counting down her birthday and then as soon as she turned 18 people were like make that fans only account and she did and she made a million something dollars just like in one hour of opening it it's pretty crazy um and then just to throw it back like even back in the day they did it with Brooke Shields Drew Barrymore just like there's always been an obsession with like the Hollywood starlet and kid kid actors and just watching them grow up and just being weirdly obsessed with their age and just sexualizing them it's so much grosser because it's like you're not even in these people's lives it doesn't matter like you think you have a shot now because they're 18 well and it (sighs) also creeps me out it's like if you're fantasizing about these celebrities, mm-hmm. what other children in your actual mm-hmm. real life are you counting down in your head and that you're sexualizing? Like what friends, daughters, what Ugh. nieces, what, oh God. you know? I hope not. I mean, if they're doing it on celebrities, why wouldn't they do it with people, with girls that they actually know? I don't know. Cause I feel like people online have There's bigger like a balls. fascination maybe. Yeah, or they just think that they can act a certain way online. It's like, I can see who you are. Like, (laughs) you do exist in real life. You know that, right? I hope that your employer sees this too. Yeah, so like for the Millie Bobby Brown, the countdown was that this thread was going to open up, teasing that once she turns 18, it would open up and it's for not safe for work photos. 
Ew. Um, it's weird because some cases there are actual nudes of these people that get mm-hmm. leaked and whatnot, but it's just like men are waiting, hoping that they mm-hmm. can find something mm-hmm. or that they can just, I don't, it's just weird to me to even, I don't know. I would never like, let me go. I can't even say it. It's so weird to me. Yeah. Yep. To bring it back to euphoria for a hot second, in that first episode, there's some kind of a site of like revenge porn that they're using where any nudes of girls in their class that they get because they're girlfriends. And then once they break up, they put it on this site called like sluts only or something like that. I mean, that happens like on local levels. Yeah, I that's still a thing, is it? Mm -hmm. Revenge porn. Yeah, it is. And also in you. In euphoria, it seems so antiquated and like I'm hoping that kids these days don't think this way, but like girls are only in two categories. They're sluts or they're prudes. Like that's how they talk about girls at all times on the show, Mm -hmm. or at least that main character does. And I'm just like, I hope guys don't actually still think this way. I mean, I think young. You think so? Yeah. I I, I was hoping that men, I think do. I was hoping that they were getting raised better in this day and age. I mean, Michelle, like, all, think of all the incels, like. I know, I know. I mean, the good ones that are getting raised decently, I think, mm-hmm. would know, but think of all the other people that, oh. oh, God. Um. Okay, so the other day when Millie Bobby Brown turned 18, she posted a few photos from her birthday. There was, like, a few of her in this dress. It was, like, mm-hmm. a strapless dress, and then she also posed in this blonde wig and immediately like the comments were just disgusting like men were of course sexualizing her saying that they wanted to do certain stuff to her just talking about how like oh I've been watching you since you were a kid and now you're like a grown woman and just men being weird (laughs) so then I kept going down and do you remember Mara Wilson who played Matilda yes so she kind of left the industry for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, she did a few like big movies when she was a child actor, but she's also done a few articles talking about her experience being sexualized as a kid. And she said that even before she was out of middle school, she had been featured on foot fetish websites, photoshopped into child porn and received all kinds oh of letters and messages online from grown men. Oh my God. She also talks about that her body was being discussed as soon as she hit puberty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She said, I was a child actor. My body was public domain. And it's just so sad because as I'm skimming through all these articles, it shows these girls that are so young and they just look so, they're like child. They're like Mm -hmm. children. They're innocent. Like they just have that little light in them and people are trying to get off on them. It's so bizarre to me. But she kind of was worried about Millie Bobby Brown a few years ago, and she had said, I wasn't worried about her, not at first. It's my nature to worry about child actors. Mm -hmm. Then Millie Bobby Brown turned 13. I saw a photo of her on Twitter dressed up for a premiere, and I thought she looked like a teenage girl, which in this photo when she is 13, she does look like she could be 19 years old. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. And then she said, the caption, however, read that at 13, she just grew up in front of our eyes and it had been tweeted by a grown man. Mm. Mm. Um, so then Mara talked about how she felt sick and then she felt furious and she just realized that it's something that's never going to end. 
sexualizing these poor child actors. No, but it's also hard because it's like when you're in that industry, because you know, when I was a kid, like I wanted to be older and I thought I fucking knew better. And I thought I was like sexy at fucking 16 or whatever, 15. Mm -hmm. And when I was like at more grown up parties, like I try to act like I was like 19. So it's not until like you're older that you look back and you're like, wow, I was like a fucking kid, you know? Cause when you're that age, you do think, oh, I want to get the sexier dress for this premiere, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be seen as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not immature. I'm an adult. I'm a teenager. I know Mm -hmm. what's best for myself. Yeah. Um, And then Mara had also talked about how when she was six years old, people would interview her asking her if she had boyfriends, which is so bizarre. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing this clip of the Olsen twins. They were on Regis and Kathy Lee a long time ago, 12 years old. And Regis was like asking if they had a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and he was also asking them if they thought he was handsome enough to be their boyfriend. Yeah, I remember that. It's so gross. Like, it's just, you know, and it's like, oh, people can say it was different times, but it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. It's so bizarre. I just, I can't get over it. Um, But she said every time, you know, she felt ashamed. She said, although she was never really sexually assaulted physically, she was like sexually assaulted by the media and the Mm. public. Yeah. But she's also talked about like Britney Spears. She feels very strong about Britney Spears, how Britney was sexualized when she was younger. And then also Olympian Chloe Kim. Do you know who Mm. that is, Michelle? Is she a snowboarder? She won a gold medal in snowboarding. Yeah. 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 Okay. I do know who she is. When she was 17 years Mm -hmm. old. And there was a thing where she was also sexualized and people were counting down when she was going to turn 18. And they were talking about it on a radio show where the co-host was talking about, oh, she's fine as hell. If she was 18, you wouldn't be ashamed that she's a little hot piece of ass. And she is. She's adorable. I'm a huge Chloe Kim fan. Her 18th birthday is coming up and the countdown is on, baby. Oh, oh. What does that mean? Like, what? what, I don't know. What's on, sir? I just love men's assumption that they have a shot with anybody. It's like, (laughs) oh my God, like you guys really think you're it. You're not it. You're not it. Okay. So then I was looking into like what celebrities have spoke out about this Mm -hmm. um, because I know like Natalie Portman has done a lot of speaking out about how she was sexualized because she's trying to get like the industry to change of course yeah Britney Spears was one of them back in 2013 she did an interview on a radio station and she talked about do you remember that Rolling Stone cover that she did Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know I've said I was a huge Britney fan, like I still am. But when I was younger, like I was just obsessed with her. I thought she was the coolest. And I remember buying that mag, like begging my mom to buy that magazine. Yeah. And I was just like, what the heck? Like, I felt like I was buying Playboy. Oh, and shit. I remember like, <laughs> I remember <laughs> when I went to school the next day, like all the boys in my class were talking about. Yeah photos because they are really really sexy but she said a lot of sex goes into what I do but sometimes I would like to bring it back to the old days when there was like one outfit through the whole video and you're dancing the whole video and there's not like that much sex stuff going on Mm. and then back in 2003 she spoke to GQ about feeling tricked into that highly sexualized Rolling Stone cover of her and her child 
childhood bedroom with her dolls mm. at age 16. I didn't realize she was only 16 and that she, you know, I remember like having so much, feeling so much pressure. I was like, when I turn 16, I'm going to look like that. Like, I hope yeah. I look like a woman when I'm 16, yeah. but it's like in real life, no one looked like that. It was only because of photo shoots and makeup and clothes and how men mm-hmm. looked at these little girls. It's so crazy. And I would just beat myself up. Like, why don't, why don't, why doesn't my body look like yeah. that at 16? Yeah. You know, where I'm still in puberty. When's it going to come? <laughs> Then Brittany also said, I didn't really know what the hell I was doing. And to be totally honest with you, at the time I was 16, so I really didn't. I was back in my bedroom and I had my little sweater on and he was like, undo your sweater a little bit more. The whole thing was about me being into dolls. And in my naive mind, I was like, hey, here are my dolls. And now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty wild. It's... (laughs) It's it's a creepy shoot because it's like you're trying to make her look like a woman, but also you're infantilizing her and like yes. putting all her stuffed animals around her. So it's like, do you want her to look 12 or do you want her to look 21? Yeah. And I remember there's like one where she's on the tricycle and it's oh. like they want her to look old, but where does that come from? I wonder. It's creepy shit. I don't like I hope. Once again, like that men and boys don't think this way anymore, but I think it comes from this idea that you want to be with a virgin. And if they're young, they probably haven't had sex and you're the one that's like showing them the ropes Mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, Mm -hmm. I had like a few mishaps and I just, that was one thing growing up that I realized men are gross because (laughs) older men would always stare at me. They Mm -hmm. would always make comments and like middle school they would do it and in high school and it's Mm -hmm. like I was thinking of like how I talked about the story how I don't like I feel uncomfortable when I show my cleavage and it's like that's why because I just don't like attention I don't want men to look at me yeah 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 well I think it's because it's held over from when we were younger because I also remember I remember in sixth grade being in the gym and my science teacher went down there to like talk to one of the gym teachers and I saw them both like looking at me and like smiling and like I felt like uncomfortable but then I also felt like oh okay it was just like the weirdest combination of feelings and it's like that happens so many times where you're being ogled and you don't know how to feel about it it's gross But also you think, okay, like, am I like a woman now or whatever? And Mm -hmm. it just sucks. Well, it's (laughs) like when you're young, your brain doesn't know. I don't think it's like, it's not our job when we're kids to be like, this is wrong that an adult is attracted to me, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And of course, I mean, there are, there's, you know, boys get sexualized too. Do you know, you know who Finn Wolfhard is, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like older women were attracted to him when he first started acting and he was like Ew. young he's still young I don't know yeah. how old he is Taylor Lautner like he was sexualized okay. yeah and then even in the thread on the reddit for the Millie Bobby Brown someone was like oh well this is what people are doing to Tom Holland too and I was like mm-hmm. oh shit Sam's like, like oh I, shit <laughs> I was like oh shit am I sec- over sexualizing him but then someone was like well he didn't get casted as Spider-Man until he was 19 and I didn't really know about him until yeah, this year so yeah. don't cancel me guys he's 24 yeah. 
Well, I think there's still a big age gap. Like I would never date him or do anything sexual. But I don't think you're expecting to. And also you don't have like a website dedicated (laughs) to the countdown of his like (laughs) adulthood. (laughs) You said he was cute. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's so strange. And it even makes me think of when young girls are put into pageants. And they have, mm-hmm. like, all of the makeup and they mm-hmm. have, like, the fake teeth and the fake hair and, like, the crop tops and yeah. stuff. It's just, like. Girl, that shit makes no sense to me because it's, like, a full fucking face of makeup. It is not mm-hmm. blush and a chapstick. It is eyelash extensions, full eyeshadow, like, really professionally done makeup on a six-year-old. And, like, huge, quiffed, like, big hair. Yeah. They all look like little Dolly Partons. <sighs> I won't go down this rabbit hole too much, but it also mm-hmm. makes me think of like this little path of people putting their kids on social media to mm-hmm. start them a following to where they have something as they get older. Yeah. I honestly, I feel like we're all kind of fucked because, you know, in this day and age, you can be just a regular person and become famous with like all the different reality shows. Like, mm-hmm. It's not even comparable the amount of different reality shows we have now where any Joe, I feel like at some point all of us are going to be on a reality show. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter if it's Love is Blind or if it's like Home Fixers or yeah. Bake Off. Like there's something that somebody can like get a following. I think everybody thinks that they might become famous at this mm-hmm. point, you know? So, and I don't know what that does for people's mental states. Cause I was telling you, even just looking at the Instagram of some of the love is blind contestants, it's like people are just going on their Instagrams, just bashing them about their mental health, about how they acted like all this shit. And it's like, These are real people. These aren't characters on a show. Yeah, they're not acting. I mean, they might be playing a certain character for the show, but they're people. Yeah. But you like, I wouldn't go to you and be like, you're mentally unstable. I think you have bipolar disorder. You need to get help, girl. Like I would, you don't do that in real life. So why do you think that you can do that to somebody that you see literally 15 minutes of their life for Mm -hmm. one week? And you only see the good parts and you think that you have the right to tell them about their mental health, how they're fucked up, how they're a piece of shit. Why do you even care? Yeah. I just think it's all fucked. They're fucked up too. So yeah. they just project. Yeah. I don't know. The internet's a wild, scary place sometimes. Any more? No. And then it yeah. like it kind of goes into older men in Hollywood who have dated really young. Oh, yeah. What do you think about that? Do you think that it's like it's fine when the younger person is above a certain age? That shit I really don't care about. It's like if somebody's over the age of like 18 and they consent to be in any kind of relationship, that's their fucking life. I think everybody thinks that they can judge everybody. And it's like nobody cares about your opinion. <laughs> yeah. It's like if this 19-year-old wants to date an 80-year-old, that's her prerogative. That's her fucking life to live out. She doesn't need your opinion on it. That's what makes the world go around, Michelle's opinions. I know. It is. Yeah, it is so weird how people, it's like, yeah, we say our opinions, but we're not shoving it in your face. Like you're coming here if you want to like check it out or whatever. But it's like people who think their opinion is fact. Exactly. It's like, I don't think any of my opinions are like hard and right. And it's the only way to be. And you have to listen to it. It's like, no, not at all. No. I mean, when I say my opinion, I'm always asking you guys. I ask Michelle. 
you don't hear my voice get high pitched that's yeah. a, that's a, as a question that's a question <laughs> all my opinions are very questioning <laughs> i'll just ask it in questions from now yeah. on <laughs> i i think i've gotten very used to throughout my life separating people that say their opinions as facts my mom tends to do it a lot when we were there recently I was taking my vitamins and she goes I don't think that vitamins work and I don't think you should take them and I go okay and she goes well you should stop taking them I was like you literally just said it and now it's like a fact like have you researched this have you talked to your doctor do you know what they're for you can't just say something and be like this is a fact vitamins don't work unless you Mm -hmm. can back it up for me somehow and I know a lot of people that do that and it's like okay just because you don't care for it doesn't mean that's a fact Mm mm-hmm well, that's my deep dive. Okay. Um, sorry that it's going to be pretty choppy when you edit it. Oh, it's okay. No worries. I like. I was like going through three different things that I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and I I didn't prepare for it until this morning. Like at nine, I was like, I need to fucking like figure out what I'm going to fucking talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did well, you see I... my Instagram stories last night? No, I didn't. Why? Oh, because it was like around three and I was like, hey guys, getting ready to go to bed. I was like, I brushed my teeth, but I'm not taking my makeup off my face. I need to go to bed. And I was like, and we're recording tomorrow and I haven't even prepped for the podcast. I was like, don't tell Michelle. (laughs) I got to listen to it. Um, It's it's funny because that first place that we went for happy hour um, yesterday, we were like sitting there drinking. I was just like, we're doing like deep, like spotlight deep dives tomorrow where Sam's going to tell me about something. I'm going to tell Sam about something. And I have not thought about it. And we are I just know. drinking all day. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to be great. Um, I know. I was kind of count. I was like, well, Michelle went out for her anniversary. I was yeah. like, so she's probably going to want to do a little bit later. So mm-hmm. I was like, I might have some time. <laughs> oh, thank God that worked but out. It's like, you know, when you just don't get enough sleep, you really yeah. feel hungover. You're mm-hmm. like, your head hurts. You're just like, I can't even think of anything. <laughs> no, no. I did the same. But then I talked it over with Jake at that first drink. And I was like, you know what I'm going to tell her about? I'm going to tell her about the witching hour because I had already started thinking about it back in October Mm because you know we were like deciding what episodes to do and so I had like looked into it already and I feel like we had talked about it a few times but anyway so I decided to like look up what the background about it is how it actually happens and all that stuff so oh my god I feel like this this could just be just upload the whole episode and be like this counts for this week and next week. <laughs> this is all of it. So stop. Um, for the rest of the season. <laughs> but it, it shouldn't be, it won't be that long. So anyway, so the witching hour is like technically what you call, like say it's three o'clock in the morning. You wake it's up from a deep the sleep. the gates of hell are open. Mm-hmm. You wake up, you feel really uncomfortable. You're scared to open your eyes. You think that there's like, there might be a shadowy figure in the corner. So you're like avoiding it, but you really have to pee, but you're scared to pee. And you just like make a direct run to the bathroom and you don't look around you because you don't want to see anything. And so you just pee real quick. You don't put any lights on and you try and get back into bed as quick as possible and shut your eyes because you don't want to see what is in the room with you because you feel like something's in the room with you. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You like want to fall back asleep so fast that your Mm -hmm. brain can't comprehend how scared you are. Exactly. And you're scared. You literally, whenever I do wake up at like three to go pee and like, I look at my phone, it's three o'clock and I'm just like, cause then I'm always thinking like, well, what woke me up? Like something instigated this wake up. 
did something crash and I woke up, but I like heard it in my dream. Who knows? Um, my biggest fear always is I'm going to open my eyes and somebody's going to be like kneeling next to the bed, staring at me like inches away from my face. I hate you so much every night. Uh huh. So <laughs> our bed, we, we don't have, um, a bed frame. So it's just both the box spring and the mattress are just on the okay. floor. So yep. Raven can jump up to and girl, I sleep on like my stomach and my side. So my head's mm. always like right there at the floor level, pretty mm-hmm. much. And I always imagine someone is just going to be on their hands and knees, like right there in my face. And I'm like, demon, you better not be in front of my face. Oh, you better not. Better not. Like, I'll just imagine the creepiest faces. Yes. Yes. I sent you, um, I think it was like either a mask or like movie makeup of like, it looked like a Babadook or something. And I sent it to you and I said, this is what I imagine I'm going to see when I open my eyes at three o'clock in the morning. And it is terrifying. I will post it because it's so scary. Um, oh, my God. Anyway, so the witching hour is technically usually referred to between, like, three and four. And it comes from when witchcraft was, like, coming up to the heights and, like, they were, like, burning witches and all that shit back in 1535. Um, the Catholic Church condemned people from, like, leaving their houses between three and four because that meant you were, like, up to new good and you were doing, like, witchcraft. So that's, oh. like, where they think it comes from. Another way that they think it might have come into like the lexicon and stuff was Jesus is said to have been crucified at 3 p.m. And since the devil is always the the inverse of whatever, like, you know, the devils were referred to as like Antichrist, yada, yada. So the inverse of 3 p.m. would be 3 a.m. And so that's why they call it like the witching hour, the devil's hour. They also say that... Between three and four is when witches have their power is more strengthened. And then also like the veil between the living and the dead is thin and ghosts can come in between. Mm -hmm. So they all say that between three and four is when all this fucking shit goes down. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, So that's why like people get scared when they wake up at that time. Because like we all have like these, you know, we've all watched horror movies where everyone wakes up at three like we all have like these little things in our head and it's scary it's nighttime yada yada but what they actually think the scientific reasoning is behind it is around three o'clock like say most normal people go to bed between like nine and twelve so around three o'clock is like when your um, REM system is like in complete swing and like you're at your deepest sleep and when you're at your deepest sleep your heart rate gets lower, your body temperature cools and like most functions dull so that your body is doing as minimum as it can so that you could get to the deepest sleep. That's why a lot of people experience paralysis and stuff is because Mm -hmm. like your body is just like completely shut down as it can be without dying, you know? Um, And so when you're like woken up to use the bathroom or because like a noise happens around that time, no matter what your body goes kind of into panic mode because your heart rate's so low and your body temperature is so low that no matter what, you're going to feel very odd and uncomfortable and like weary. Mm -hmm. You're almost like in like fight defense. Um, Mm -hmm. and so that is the scientific reason as to like why we get so freaked out at 3am when we wake up out of nowhere. So So you're you're telling me it's not because the demon is behind the door? Well, it's up to you. I mean, if you want to think that it's the demon that's behind the door, it could be that, or it could just be that your body is, you know, 
in sleep mode. It's that low power mode. Okay. Well, I will say I'm going to think of that more often because mm-hmm. I do think of witching hour to be mm-hmm. like scary and spooky and it yeah. freaks me out. So now when I have that feeling, I'm going to be like, just relax, Sam. It's only because of this. It's only because of the REM cycle. Because do you feel that way? Like say, I know we both like to pull all nighters. If you're like working on stuff at three o'clock, do you still just feel creepy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So yeah. maybe it is a thinning yeah. of the veil. Yeah. Like I have to watch something happy or listen mm-hmm. to something happy. I have to have all the lights on in my office. Yeah. I have to put the bedroom lamp on, my bathroom light, and then a kitchen light. Okay. Yeah. Do you think it happens because you looked at the clock and it's like, oh shit, it's 315. Like that's creepy. Or do you like naturally get that feeling? I would say both. Like it might be the feeling first and then I'll be like, why do I feel like this? And I'll look at the clock and I'd be like, okay. Oh, it's the witching hour. Yeah. Or it's like, oh, I'm enjoying life and I know it's getting late, but I'm going to try to avoid the clock. But then you Mm. look and you're like, shit. Damn. I wonder, you're going to have to ask Joe for me because since he works at night, Mm -hmm. I want to know. And like, since his, because I think like when you're up all night, you do get a little creepy because you're like, everyone's sleeping. Like, this is weird that I'm up. Um, So I wonder if somebody that has like a complete opposite schedule where it is normal to be up during those hours, if they also feel weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But anyway, so that is the idea behind the witching hour. So what do you, like, what do you think? You think it's just the REM sleeping cycle? I do think that's what it is. I think it's yeah. just a normal scientific reasoning. Everything just feels weird because your body's not ready to be awake. But what if you're already up though? You don't ever get like a weird feeling? Sometimes I do, but I feel like it's usually like I'll check the clock and I'm like, oh no, it's the witching hour, you know? And yeah. then I get like creeped out, but I... I don't know for sure, but I think it's always I see the clock first and then I get it into my head. And also it's like I do like watching a lot of horror movies and stuff. So that obviously impacts it, too, Mm because I remember after I watched like Hereditary, my new scary thing was somebody's (laughs) going to be in the corner at the top of the room, you know. So I feel like that obviously like affects it. Yeah, I was laughing because the other day, you've seen Insidious, right? Yeah. Okay, so do you remember, um, I don't remember his technical name, but the red-faced demon? Yes. Yep. I don't know his name either. But So we we just call him red-faced, but we've always been, like, scared of him, and we Mm -hmm. always imagine when we're, like, having our eyes closed (sighs) that he's just right there when we open up our lids. But anyway, so Crystal was talking about how tired she was. And she was like sitting there washing her face and she wanted to fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And usually she'll try to open her eyes just to make sure no one's there. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. Was like, she was <laughs> she was telling me, she's like, I'm washing my face, closing my eyes. And she's like, and I see red face. And I'm just like, <gasps> if you're going to get me, just get me. I'm too tired. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> just get it over with. Just get it over with. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, no. that's one of the faces I think mm-hmm. of. He's terrifying. That shot where he's like right behind his head and you see half so of his scary. face yeah. is fucking terrifying. Thankfully, at the end of that movie, I feel like it lost some of its scariness when like they go to hell and he's like playing the piano or something. No, don't you dare. I, that That scared me. you? Oh, God. Yes. It was just, 
it's like that thing where it's like when they show the monster too much, like it loses like some of the scariness. Like just seeing Not half of him. Oh, I wasn't scared by the end. I was like, oh, this is too much of him. You weren't scared of that song, Tiptoe Mm-mm. by the Window? I no. cannot. Mm-mm. Joe will try to sing that song, and I'm like, I'll kill you. No. Don't do it. I think it was I think it was Insidious too. also, where it's like, at the end, all the ghosts are around him, and it's like, yeah. it's not as scary anymore, because like, they're all there. It's, I don't know. It's, yeah, I like more the suspense. Yeah, one of them can just yell in their face. Yeah, and like freak out on them. You don't know what their freak out is going to be. I know. I mean, it's all scary, but I think when it's too much, I it like I can see the movie. Like I'm back and I'm like, oh, this is a movie. Everything's fine. It's okay. Yeah. When it's like little pops and slivers of suspension, then that's when I'm yep. like freaking out. Yeah. Um, the corner of the ceiling. That was one that I had yeah. too. Well, I I think I told you in our ghost episode that when I was a kid, it was always the corner of the ceiling that used to scare me. Mm-hmm. And so when I watched Hereditary, I was like, oh man, that like really hits a a childhood fair. I'm scared. I know. But like for me, as I got older, it's always like behind the door or like behind the like I have a stand up mirror that's like kind Mm -hmm. of like a frame almost. And so there's room behind it in my room right now. And that that corner scares me. I'm trying to think. So the bath like the bathtub scares me. Oh, then my closets like when in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. if you're laying in the bed, like you can see the closet, like the shape of the door, but it's like pitch black like everything is kind of lit from the window but when it's the closet it like just disappears and you're like someone could just be standing right in the door frame and I wouldn't even be able to see them so a lot of times I do flash my phone over there just to make sure (laughs) oh I hate that I hate that gross (sighs) okay well so that was my that was my little thing to tell you yeah, I liked that. Mm-hmm. Yours was fun. Mine was perverted. Well, I didn't know. Like, I was just like, this is going to be fun because, like, we're not telling each other at all what we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I wonder if they're going to be connected or if they're going to be, like, completely opposite things. Yeah. Um, but I think it's fun. I think we'll, we might, like, pepper in these episodes every now and then, mm-hmm. these little spotlight episodes. Um, you what did Let's you think Notes? I would tell what? you about? Kind of thought it might be, like, a true crime story. That's what I was thinking yeah. that you were going to tell me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what you told me is kind of a true crime story anyway. So Yeah. All right. I didn't think of my let's not beforehand. I never do. Are you kidding me? Oh, I got one. Let's, let's, let's not ghost your date in the middle of a date. Oh, my God. Michelle, tell them again. Well, oh of course, none of our God. listeners would do that. They wouldn't do that. No, they're all good, good people, good yeah. humans. What the fuck, you coward, is all I got to say. Man up. Don't, I don't want to say man up. Yeah. Human up. Human up <laughs> and fucking tell her it. it's just not for you. Don't leave her with a bill and no explanation. Melissa, gosh. Well, let's not go to the bathroom when we're on the first date so then we can keep an eye on our date so they can't leave us. No. <laughs> oh, my God. A fear I never knew I would have going yeah. to the bathroom on a date. Oh, my gosh. Um. Okay. Let's see. What can I pull out of my asshole? Pull it out. Oh, I got to pee. I, I go pee and I come back and you're gone and I never see you again. <laughs> can you imagine? Oh. <laughs> 
my god <laughs> you would do like a follow-up episode be like hey guys so uh, it's kind of weird but remember that episode <laughs> yeah uh i never saw sam again i don't know where she, she is i got joed i got joed <laughs> i mean let's not trust anyone who is saying i can't wait till they turn 18 like your Ugh. computer probably needs to be checked your yeah. files need to be checked yeah if anyone in your life is excited about a celebrity turning 18, I would question them. And yeah, maybe check that computer history and see what they're looking at. So okay. gross. That's so gross. Uh, okay. We will talk to you guys next week. Hope you liked the episode. And we love you. We love you. Don't go to the bathroom. Don't ever go to the bathroom again. Don't look in the closet. Don't look by the bed because someone is there staring back at you. Sam, come on. Let them be in peace. They're there. (laughs) They're not there. It's just your REM cycle. Everything's fine. That's what they want you to think. Bye. 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 Let's Not Podcast is part of The Dorkening, which is a network dedicated for podcasters, a group of shows helping each other to grow, share ideas, collaborate, and innovate. You can check out more at thedorkening.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Deadly Grounds Coffee. Deadly Grounds Coffee is fresh roasted here in New England by skilled master roasters in a unique way that allows the true flavor of the bean to come through. It's coffee the way it was meant to be. Fresh, bold, delicious. It's coffee to die for. Check them out at deadlygroundscoffee.com. Mm-hmm.